Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. to be back with you folks. Here we are in the 212th podcast. We're looking at Psalm 27, a Psalm of David. With me as always is my good friend and co-host Stephanie Wesco. So Stephanie, catch us up. What's going on with you? Hey Doug. Well, you know what? We finished up a great couple of days here at Pensacola Christian College and um, you know like four or five days went by just like that. Well, it actually wasn't even that long. It was like Sunday oh. through Tuesday. So it was three days and we got here saturday though saturday night well i got it saturday night, yeah but it was great it's been a great time and you know i got to go to dillard's today for a couple hours there's no dillard's in warsaw or winona lake indiana there isn't so i really that was enjoyable and yeah so, so. And, and so i actually i'm looking forward to seeing uh, she was able debbie got this awesome backpack it's like od green leather i mean on a Scale of one to ten, as far as backpacks go, I I would guess that's like a two hundred and sixty-one. But I haven't seen uh, Stephanie's stuff yet, so uh, the ladies have. But it's in the other car, which is, it's a long story. So Debbie, Stephanie, and I are uh, back here, and the car's coming later. They're watching Cyrano Benergiac or uh, <laughs> the Bergiac, the the freak, uh, Cyrano the freak. Uh, but anyway, we're on Psalm 27. So knowing all that, if, if you if you looked at one thing, one thing, as we've been going through the book of Psalms, and I know we spent like a long time in Psalm 23 and stuff, but do you think there's a common bond or a, or a thread of the same thing going through these? Are you seeing something there? You mean through the Psalms that we've covered so far? Yes, yes. Well, I would say the common thread that I see when I go through the Psalms yeah. is that David had a Christ, a Christ-centered focus. And that even in the midst of going through trials and even in the midst of those times of doubt, he would come full circle to who his God was to him. Yeah. And because of who his God was to him and because he knew he walked with his God. He could get through those times. He walked with him and he talked with him. That's another song. Yeah, and I didn't write that one. But I I think you're right. And and I think, you know, I went through the life of David uh, as a college course years ago. And I remember thinking to myself prior to that, boy, David had done a lot of bad things. Because we hear this. We know what David did. Yep. He was an adulterer. He, he went through mm -hmm. some bad stuff. and People tried to kill him, you know, and, and all that. And But I got to tell you, David got to a place in his life in the midst of all the crazy stuff he had done, in the midst of all those bad things he had done, and he just sold out for God. And I think that's, I think that's a place we all need to go to. That's a place we all need to go to. And, you know, we're all sinners. Yeah. We live in a world full of sinners. You know, you're mm -hmm. married to a sinner if you're married. Uh, 
you know, your, your kids are sinners. You know, even, even when that beautiful little baby's born. I saw it. There's been some babies born lately. Have you been seeing some of the babies born lately? Yep. There's all this baby thing going on. Man, you people are having babies out there. Have more of them. The Bible says to go forth and multiply. Praise God. Keep having babies. But can I make this... <laughs> Can I make this recommendation to him? Is it all right for me to make this recommendation to him? Are you going to be good? Yes. Okay. I think if you have a boy child. Oh, no. <laughs> I think you need to seriously consider naming that child Doug. And uh, if you go out on Facebook, there's Doug Club. Not the Doug Club. Doug Club. It's a Facebook page I run. And it, and it tells you why you should name a kid Doug. There's never been... Uh, there's never been a terrorist named Doug. But anyway, I just want to point that out to you. <laughs> but here we are in Psalm number 27. And uh, we found out recently that my brain is more fried than Stephanie. So she's been reading lately. But I think I'm going to give it a try here because it's been a long time. And then Stephanie will move right into it and get ready for me to say, what did we see in that? But the, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell. God makes people stumble and fall when they come after us sometimes. And though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have, one thing have I desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion, and in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies. I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy upon me and answer me. When thou saidest, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me the way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For fake witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. There's a lot going on in Psalm 27. Yeah, it's a loaded psalm for sure. And, and what loaded up most to you as you went through that? What was the thing that... Wow, there's, there's a lot of... Dwelling in the house of the Lord, a people coming after this. it want to eat his flesh. People wanting to take him out. I mean, we're all over the place in this psalm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first verse is a verse that um, has brought comfort to life many times. I wrote a song with you named 
a light from heaven. Mm -hmm. It was we born did. right there in Psalm 27. We did, and that even rhymed. Yeah. Did you even realize that? Wow. I rhyme sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, verses 4 through 6 are beautiful because it's... David was the king of Israel. Yeah, he was the, he was the main he could, guy. He could have anything he wanted, so to speak, humanly. You know, if we want to put it in terms today, you know, he could have the best chef. He could have the greatest house. He could have whatever it was he wanted. He was the president of his era back then. He'd be yeah. like being the president. Yeah, more than that, even because it was more of a. Yeah, there was. Yeah, he could. There wasn't three roles. He owned people. Yeah, yeah, but he says okay. one thing: Have I desired of the Lord? That will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And, you know, back then that would have been the tabernacle. That's yeah. where God dwelt. The point was that David wanted to be, the one thing David wanted more than anything else in the world was to be close to God. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And now, as Christians in the New Testament, the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us. Yeah. And... David didn't have the Holy Spirit. He didn't. He didn't have like that, that the way we do. Yeah, yeah. And that we have, is that our one desire? That the Holy Spirit already lives in us is the, is the most important thing in the world, is, the, is our one main desire <coughs> yeah. to know God. Well, and you know. To be close to him. Well, there's a lesson here, though. There's a lesson from David. I like what you're saying. The lesson is this. David poured his circumstances out. You know, some people, so some Christians, in my mind, they try to hide the circumstances from people around them. You know, there's, there's like five kinds of people in the world. Some people are those people that want to hide the circumstances in the world, hide these things, hide these things they're going through. They're not real. They're not out there. And they're not any of that stuff. You know what I mean? And then there's some people who tell you everything. You go to church and you go, how you doing today, dear sister? Well, Caltech and up. Lost my right top false tooth. You know, my, <laughs> my ear hurts. My husband rolled over on me in bed last night while he was sleeping. He can't hear anything. I, I mean, you know where I'm going from. Yeah. Arthritis is acting up. My left toe is quivering. Whatever the case may be. <laughs> We've all heard them all. And then there's a bunch of people in the middle there. But what David is, he's confident. He's putting it all out there and he's confident in his salvation. He's confident that it comes from the Lord. He's confident of his position with the Lord. He's, uh, you know, he had, and I think it's because he had an obedience to God privately and publicly. Mm -hmm. His life's out there, man. He's not faking. Well, he wasn't a hypocrite. I mean, we talked about that in Psalm yeah. 26. His integrity, he had integrity. I can't stand hypocrites. Yeah. How do you feel about hypocrites? I know a guy. Wow. I'm just going to tell you this. All right. Because peeps need You know. know what I think of hypocrites. And we know some. Yep. I know a guy who's so good at speaking out of both sides of his mouth that he can eat a bowl of soup and play the trumpet at the same time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, but David is, is publicly mm. putting everything out there. And, you know, those of us in the ministry, those of us who do the things we do, we need to put everything out there. Yeah. We need to live out there. Well, we need to live, we need to live a life that when people look at us, they see Jesus Christ reflected and Jesus was the best, obviously, 
example of yeah. honesty and integrity that ever will be. And David was a man after God's own heart. And so he mirrored that plain and simple. He did. And you know, in the, those first six verses, really, they're just this, you know, his circumstances are out there. He had a fear of them a little bit, but he put them out there and he trusted in God solely. Mm-hmm. And, but now, you know, he's talking about his circumstances, but I like as we go into the next few verses, seven through 10, the next four verses, and, and we start talking about that. You know what we're seeing a lot of here is we're seeing he does have a little bit of a fear for failure, and we all do. We all have a fear of failure in our life. We all have a fear of what failure means to us. People don't want to fail. You don't want to fail. We don't want to go out of business. We don't, uh, you know, in the business we do, we need support. You know, we don't want to lose support. In the business we're in, we need prayers. We don't want to lose prayer warriors. And in the business we're in, you know, and, and I think that, I think the important thing to understand in my mind right here is it's not about us. It's not about our inadequacies. It's not about our fears. It's about the Lord we serve. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. You know, some people feel like God's hiding his face again. When thou saidest, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide, hide not their face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Wow. When you've been forsaken, when you've been done by your father and your mother, when you've been done by people who are supposed to love you, when you've been done by people who are supposed to be family, when you are done who are, are supposed to be people giving you biblical leadership, when people are messing you over, when people are ruining your life, where do you go? Well, you go back to verse 5 where David said, In the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my feet upon a rock. And David had confidence. Yeah. Because of how much he knew God and knew of God's character. That in those times of trouble, that his feet were planted on the firm foundation of who God is. Mm. And that's the bottom line. If we do not know who God is to us, Who is my God to me? Who is your God to you? Is he a band-aid to fix your problems, quick fixes? Or is he the great physician that you're letting dig deep? I mean, David's starting off by saying God is life. Well, I think there's a sense, too, where you have to let God be, you know, David is constantly going to God saying, try my reins. God, run the tests on me. Yeah. And I make me what what I'm supposed to be exactly. and that's that's the that's the cry from someone who doesn't just want to be the nominal Christian they want to be this they want to be the person who turns the world upside down for the glory of God you got to let God be God yeah you know and and David's even in David's complaining he's afraid of stuff he's you know, he's got fear in his circumstances. He's got fear of failure. He's got fear in the future here in those last verses, 11 through 14. But, you know, through that all, David's decided to let God be God in their life. And, you know, it, listen, 
if things are going to change, if we're going to make a difference, if, if those of you out there who are under the thumb of bondage because something happened in your life or some knucklehead came through your life or God, terrible things, Lord, have happened to people who are listening to this. Terrible things have happened to you and me. Terrible that you lost your dear husband on a mission field. But I mean, if we're stuck in that bondage, yeah. We're not going to be calling out to God and, and, and just being throwing everything out there. You know, sometimes you just got to throw everything out there. You know, when, when, you go to, when you go to date somebody and you marry somebody, you throw everything out there. You have to. Yeah. Because you don't want to get married and say, whoa, what did I marry? You know what I mean? I had a friend <laughs> of mine one time. He, he, he married this woman when I was in the Army. There's no kidding. It messed me up, man. And about a week, he came back from his honeymoon and he said, he said, brother... So this is going to cost me a lot of money. And I said, what's wrong? He says, it takes her about $17 of makeup a day to look as good as she did on the day I married her. Oh, my. Yeah, he said, man, I, he felt worse than he did after a night in jail. You know, he was like, his life was messed up, man. Oh, my. He said my. she had everything but a wooden leg. But, you know, I, <laughs> but anyway, that's not, I, I mean, David, right? So, so. Talking about no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was, boy, that point forward, he wasn't quite right. He's still married. I'm friends with him on Facebook. If you're listening, dude, I'm sorry. I didn't use your name or anything, but uh, he's not a pretty guy either. So, I mean, he didn't have a lot to say about it. I mean, this guy, he was, he was, whoa. I mean, if you, if you woke up in the morning and his face happened to be within a few feet of you, you're like, whoa, man, what is this dude doing in the area? You know, uh, I mean, you'd be like, whoo. I thought there was a monster in here or something. So oh, him, that's terrible. Him talking about his wife. But anyway, <laughs> I, I don't know what that had to do with the story, but this is the important, <laughs> with the Psalm, Psalm 27. But I do know this. <laughs> Teach me my way, O oh Lord. You that's were talking about we getting need. married. Huh? You were talking something about getting married to that you the wrong person. There. Right. And see, that, and, and see, Stephanie always remembers where I'm at. And, no, I and, don't. But folks, listen, here's the important thing. If we're going to, you know, if we're going to grow, if, if we're going to come out of our circumstances, if we're able to move along, uh, you got to put everything out there with God. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go out on Facebook and say, man, miserable day today. I woke up, popped a zit. It popped for seven seconds. You okay, know? no. I got to call no, the zit no, no. doctor. You know, I Duck. mean. You don't have to do those kinds of things. Am I? You know, don't do that. No. But you got to give everything to God. That just made me get so furious. There's a, there's a real zit doctor on TV. I'm sure there is. She, no, she's called Doctor Pimple Popper or something like that. Dad, she's got these mechanisms and machines. She likes using okay, like sequins. Okay, we do not. She like those. No, stop. Anyway, anyway. Stop. So here we are. I started reading the actual verses that I wanted to of the psalm, <laughs> but Stephanie got me off the wrong way talking about my buddy who married that woman who needed $17 worth of makeup a day. He was trying to figure out what his second I did career. that. Yeah. Now he, he like drives Uber and works somewhere else. But anyway, again, keep makeup expensive these days. But teach me my way, O oh Lord, <laughs> and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies, for false witnesses have risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. Can I tell you something? False witnesses mm. have risen up. They've risen yeah. up against us. Yeah. Recently. 
Yeah. People don't like us. I know. Can you believe that? We come down here, thousands of people like us, but there's one or two knuckleheads that don't like us in this whole country. So what are we gonna, we gotta lay it all out there for God and we gotta give it to him. And, and it says, I had fainted. And you get this idea that I've laid down, I've given up, I've laid down on the job, I'm all done. I would have fainted. I think that's what he means. I would have fainted. You know, thank you for being there with that theological view. That was very <laughs> helpful to me. And, uh, but I've had fainted. Uh, you know, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking. We're going into the future here. And any good soldier realizes that they're, they're one, one loss away from losing the kingdom. Yeah. Any good soldier realizes that you've got to hold all your people together because if you don't hold all your people together and you lose the majority, someone's going to rise up and take your kingdom. Yeah. I mean, look who rose up and took his kingdom, his own peeps. Yep. And uh, so, so I think that's what David realizes is what's going on is, and so, so David is calmly, he's talking about waiting on the Lord. Isn't, isn't the hardest thing you ever did is wait on the Lord? Yeah. Isn't that hard? Yeah. You're kind of waiting on the Lord now for some things in your life. Yeah. We're always kind of waiting on the Lord, aren't we? Yeah. Thor is waiting on a wife, you know? I, I mean. Thor? Thor, your dog. Thor came into this conversation. King Thor. The golden wow. retriever. Yeah. People yeah. are waiting for stuff, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I worry about Thor. I, so here's the way it went. So I'm just going to be up front with you people. Then we'll roll up. I got an idea for a song here. I, I really do. But this is, and we haven't been able to stump uh, Stephanie yet on a song. Maybe we'll stump her here in a little while. But this is what I'm I thinking. I'm stinking at the songs lately. Wait on the Lord. That's because you use Google. You can't trust Google. Abraham Lincoln said, don't trust <laughs> what you find on the computer. I saw his picture. I saw his quote. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. What does it mean to be, on, be of good courage? We can only be of good courage if our focus is on Jesus. When I think of David, um, I think of Joshua, who had come, you know, not too many years before. And how the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee. He and is. the only way you will be strong and of good courage, the only way that you will not faint, and that you will keep that focus of trusting and believing to see the goodness of God, yeah. is if you are keeping your focus well, on the Lord. You know, and, and I knew this guy. And uh, he was in the Marine Corps, and they threw a hand grenade. All right, this guy won a Medal of Honor, the highest award. I mean, these guys should be highly esteemed forever. Our country should memorialize yeah. everything they, they did, and they do. Mm -hmm. And then when they go to heaven, they memorialize their lives, and, and that's really important. I think a Congressional Medal of Honor, which is really a Presidential Medal of Honor, the President awards it. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he hopped on a hand grenade, and he was all messed up. And, and you know, I go to the VA with the guy, and I, I'm sitting on the bench one day, and I got to be friends. I get to be friends with people. I talk to people. I'm a people talker. I collect friends, you know. But anyway, some people don't like us. Again, thousands like us, some don't. But this guy liked me. And I said to him, I couldn't take it. You know me. I ask questions. Like that girl you gave piano lessons to. Mm -hmm. I asked her, are you still playing piano? Because you weren't going to do it. Admit it. Were you going to do it? No. Why weren't you going to do it? 
Because I figured that was her business, not mine. But I had to know that. That's but okay. anyway, so anyway, this guy. That's okay. So this guy had. No, I don't. I'm not judging you. Okay. All right. Good. <laughs> good. A hand grenade came in. Yeah. He hopped on top of it. He lived. And so I said to this man, I said, excuse me, brother. I need to ask you. So not only are we brothers in the Christian faith, we're brothers in the military. All right. That's right. So I said, excuse me, brother, I need to ask you a question. And he said, what's that? And he said, wait a minute. He said, I know what you're going to ask. I said, what's that? He said, it was my turn. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, what does that mean? And he said, well, every day we said, if a hand grenade comes into our position, we labeled ourselves one through seven. And whatever day of the week it was, he said, I was number two. It was my day. He said, hand grenade came into position. I jumped on it. Courage comes from training. Yeah. Courage comes from preparing. Being a good soldier Courage comes Jesus from Christ. trusting. Boy, that's a sermon right there. That isn't is. It? Training, trusting. We've got to get a T word for preparing. I, I don't know. Anyway, we'll think about I that. I think tea. that's powerful in the making. Oh, yeah. Man, that, that thing will preach right there. And mm -hmm. uh, God will give us grace with that one. But anyway, here's the important point. So we need to get to the song here real quick. But I think the most important thing or the practical thing, whenever we say the most important thing or the practical thing, we go back to uh, what, what we can put together right here and now. It's about light. God is the light. Put everything out there, folks. Just put it all out there. Just drop it all out there. Just give it all to God. Don't put it on your Facebook page. Don't write. I've seen people out there. I did this last night. I did. Stop that nonsense, man. And you know what? I really don't care what you eat all three meals of the day. I just personally, I don't. Do you care about that? No. Okay. So let us just say this. We don't care. You don't need to give us your three meals on Facebook. It's all right. It's all right. Now, if you have an exceptional meal and you have like a 72 ounce ribeye or something, <laughs> drop that puppy out there. If you have like six eggs and a pound of bacon, we need to see that. But if it's just your <laughs> average, I stopped by McDonald's and got a McDouble collectively together. Do we care? No. no. All right. So with that, so the practicality here is put it all out there for God. Stop talking about food on your Facebook page unless it's a hunker of a steak. Stop letting those things go. I mean, just, we don't want to know. I mean, if you got the meat sweats, we want to know. If you ate so much meat, you're sweating like a pig. That's something we need to know. If you had 17 cinnamon rolls and almost died, we need to know that. If your diabetes is kicking up, tell us about it. But we don't need to know anything else. But trust in God. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Courage comes from training. Courage comes from preparation and courage comes from trusting. And what song would, what song would be the right song to sing here or wrap this up in? Wow. I could think of day by day. No, because I want to write that again. <laughs> I didn't write it in the first place. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you wanting an answer that you already have in mind? No, 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 it? no. This actually I'm giving you. Okay. Okay. This little light of mine. No, that has nothing to do with this. So this is God's light. All right, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to let it shine. By I... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Can't I do day by day? All right. You can do day by day. Okay. All right. Day by day and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. 
trusting in my father's wise bestowment i've no cause for worry or for fear he whose heart is kind beyond all measure gives unto each day what he deems best lovingly it's part of pain and pleasure mingling toil with peace and rest hey listen folks you guys are awesome and listen can i give them special permission for something so i think this psalm all right i think we're a few days past thanksgiving by the time they hear this psalm uh i think i'm going to be in durango colorado with my bride and but this is what i want to tell you you have my permission to put up christmas decorations don't Amen. Be the, don't be those people. Wait until like Christmas Eve. Don't be the Waltons. All hey, right? we are. Yeah, Paul Walton we... is not bringing you home a tree from Richmond, man. You got your tree. <laughs> pull that bad boy out. Put it up. Put your lights out there. We will be doing Christmas decorations this weekend. Oh man. Yep. And see, you need Within Christmas decorations. When we're recording this. And our families, we're having the Carriga Wesco Christmas in like Gatlinburg. We hope we get a little bit of snow up on the mountain, you know, fire in the fireplace, uh, jacuzzi, you know, we got to have, we got to go to a place where Thor can go. I mean, we got a, a Thor or as Emmy calls. Now, I don't know if I really want Thor. I'm uh, not sure. That's I'm a afraid idea. to come downstairs and step in something. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, folks, practical. Be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Put it all out there with the God. With, with the God. With God. Put it all out there with the Lord. And day by day, just drop it out there. That was a good song, by the way. Even though I think the song written by Doug Carriger and Stephanie Wesco called The Light from Heaven's a little better. But we've done it before. Listen, if you're not saved, you need to get saved. Even if you are saved, listen to every word. Share this with somebody else. Mm. Invite somebody to come with us. We sure do appreciate you, folks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.